0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, Deal making Tuesday. Stocks are inching higher. We have got 13 minutes to go ahead of the close. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all advancing.
1: S&P 500 index up four now to 2184, a gain of two tenths of one percent. The Dow is up 31 points, also a gain of two-tenths of 1%, and NASDAQ higher by four-tenths of 1%. The 10-year up 17.30 seconds, the yield 1.54%. Gold up 26.60 the ounce to
0: 13.49, a gain there of 2%. And crude oil, West Texas intermediate up 9 tenths of 1%, $44.85. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
2: Charlie Pellet, thank you so very much. Time now for the ETF report brought to you by ETF Exchange 16, BNY Mellon's annual ETF Symposium, September 19th to the 21st in Dana Point, California. A must attend for RIAs. Space is limited. So- So register now at BNYMellon.com slash ETF. So did the jobs report affect some of the most popular ETFs around? Catherine Cowdery is here with her report.
3: Some ETFs were quick to respond to the latest jobs report. Bloomberg intelligence analyst Eric Baltuna says after major economic reports and comments from Federal Reserve officials, he always checks EEM and HYG, the iShares Emerging Markets ETF and the iShares IBOX High Yield Corporate Bond ETF.
2: Those are the ones that we'll probably see and get hit the hardest if there were concerns over an interest rate hike because if rates were to go up, it makes treasuries a little more attractive versus a risk asset, and that's why.
3: Boutounis says the low interest rate environment has been helping emerging markets this year.
2: Emerging markets ETFs have taken in $23 billion this year. That is a boatload of assets. Now, emerging markets ETFs have traditionally been very sensitive to concerns over a Fed rate hike. So if you go rate right to them and you see that EM is up 1.3% today, which is a good bump, You can see that the jobs report has given investors confidence that the Fed will not raise rates.
3: EEM gained 1.6 percent, and HYG was up half a percent. That's your Bloomberg ETF report. I'm Catherine Cowdery.
0: You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. His Intrepid Capital Fund is up more than 12% so far this year. That's nearly double the 6.5% increase for the S&P 500. Mark Travis is the president and lead manager for the Intrepid Capital Fund, and he joins us now from Jacksonville, Florida. Mark, thanks very much for being with us.
1: Tim, I'm glad to be here.
0: Tell people the strategy that you employ at Intrepid Capital.
1: Well, Pim, I like to think of it as classical security analysis. We have a a seven-person analytical team, and we try to discern uh, long-term business value in relation to where the shares trade in the market. Um, Some people use the term private market value. Some people use the term intrinsic value. We're trying to first ascertain the values and conservative assumptions about growth and margins and sales, um, and then we 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 use some what some people consider to be kind of punitive discount rates which helps adjust for the risk and uh, growth Um, and then we try to buy those uh, business values at a discount in the stock market sometimes those are one-off sometimes there's are more you know macro events Um, we haven't had many kind of macro events really in the last five years on the fixed income side We want to find a credit where we know how we'll get our money back, either through the collateral or the free cash flows, and we don't want to make any assumptions about interest rates. So we try to take little, if any, interest rate risk, and we want a a reasonable spread to treasuries. Um, So we tend to focus in smaller-cap equity where the markets are less efficient, not only in the U.S., but across the globe, and we tend to focus in shorter duration, high-yield debt, somewhere in the you know double B, single B, uh, five-year maturity or less uh, fixed income.
2: Okay, Mark, a lot of people, of course, are shortening up duration and uncertainty over the Fed and the economy and so much more. I'd like to get into some of your uh, you know, the stocks you like, but I have to ask you about ETFs and your concern that the inflows, and they've been huge, are actually laying the seeds for not only heightened volatility but value destruction. Why?
1: Well, Kathleen, I think we've got some assets that are probably not as well suited to something that has to provide liquidity daily. I mean, we've had a few little hiccups. We haven't had many in the markets really in the last five years. To me, it goes back to the debt downgrade kind of uh, early August of '11. We saw a little bit of action with the currency devaluation in China last August 24th, um, and all of a sudden you couldn't price, I believe, some ETFs we we had a problem with the open ended 3rd uh, avenue fund uh, late in the year but I, my take on etfs is that conceptually they're low cost and uh, they make sense long term but i think the reality is they're traded uh, quite rapidly and um at some point that may uh, be problematic i think that um you know so i i think that will be a source of opportunity for a firm like intrepid capital at some point in the future
0: Mark, uh, I want to take you north to, to, um, to Canada, and I want you to give us the case for Chorus Entertainment. They have television, radio, as well as digital and content businesses. This is a Canadian entertainment company that pays a dividend of over
1: 9%. Well, if nothing else, um, Pim, it's what I like to say uh, you're paid to wait. Um, 9% in this environment is certainly attractive, but that's really not how we got there. Uh, honestly i think that um the business uh, in canada the cable tv business has gone through what we might call in the states uh, pick or pay where they're going to allow cable uh, tv subscribers to decide whether they want espn in their package or hctv or what have you Uh, chorus has been very dominant in women's and children's programming Uh, heather shaw is uh, the this chairman of uh, Chorus and Shaw Communications. They've just brought those two businesses together, so they've levered up somewhat, but it's a very dominant provider of those that program. They also have radio uh, uh, ch- uh, uh, radio stations as well. So it's a business that generates uh, uh, right at $200 million in free cash flow. A lot of it comes out to us as a dividend. And when we did the business valuation, we came up with $20 Canadian. As I like to tell uh, readers or listeners or viewers, uh, shadowing us can be painful um, in that a lot of times things go down in price after we first initiate a purchase. So, you know, today those shares are, uh, where are they? 12, uh, $12.31. $12.31 yeah,
0: 12, $12. Canadian.
1: Yeah, so you multiply that today as the dollar is dropping. Um, at say point seven seven, .77. Uh, we, we think they're worth right at $20 Canadian. So... If I get a uh, 9% security uh, in form of a dividend and I've got it at discount, um, I'm going to just sit and wait till that discount is breached.
2: Okay, uh, let's take a look at another company that you like, and that would be Fenner. They make conveyor belts and services uh, for the coal mining industry.
1: Well, Kathleen, I think at least in the U.S., it seems like uh, – Coal mining is is a dirty word. Uh, No no pun intended. Um, A good one though. (laughs) Yeah, I would point out to uh, Elon Musk at Tesla that um, the coal mine is probably generating a lot of electricity for the Model S. Um, (laughs) You know, it's somewhere in the 40, 45% range. But Finner's a British company. Um, Again, it has attractive dynamics that we like. Um, attractive dividend, and it's really a long tenure business, and it's a service model. I don't know if you've ever looked at businesses that say service elevators, um, but it's some of the similar properties, and um, it's gotten beat up with what's happening in uh, the coal mine business. So that's what attracted us to it.
0: What attracted you to Oak Tree Capital Group, uh, the co-chairman and the co-founder, of course, Howard Marks, an often frequent guest on Bloomberg, Oak Tree Capital paying about a five and a quarter percent dividend?
1: Well, it's interesting, Pim. Um, you've probably read as many people in the investment industry, Howard Marks' uh, missives that come out quarterly, and I, I think they're eagerly anticipated by a lot of the staff at Intrepid Capital, and I'm sure many places across the globe in uh, Howard's Insights. I think that, one, it's a pretty complex security due to all the different partnerships they hold, um, and people look at the dividend that, again, I would caution listeners, it's not what I call a rateable dividend, but it is one that uh, they're committed to paying depending on the realizations of the underlying partnerships. So. I think to me, one of the more interesting things is what they carry double line capital for on their books. They carry it for about $20 million. They helped, you know, Jeff Gunlock leave TCW to form double line. Today, that firm, uh, double lines, about $100 billion. So I've got a very well known distressed investor, which we haven't had a lot of distress uh, recently in terms of Howard Marks, uh, with about $100 billion worth of. Separate accounts and partnerships with an incentive fee uh, embedded in them, uh, coupled with a, a, a rapidly growing, well-known fixed-income manager, and again, I'm paid to wait. It, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't annualize the five percent dividend. It could be higher, it could be lower, but I think the free cash flow generation properties of an asset management business, one that I'm very familiar with, frankly. Um, lead me to think that those shares are worth probably around $60, $65 versus where they are today in the mid-40s.
2: Okay, Mark Travis, thanks so much for joining us. President, lead manager for the Intrepid Capital Fund, ICMBX. He likes Fenner. He likes Chorus. He likes Oak Tree Capital and more. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. Dave Wilson coming back to look at the market close with us. This is Bloomberg.